what is up crypto fam welcome back to sin city crypto we are coming at you live from global studios in sin city nevada i am your favorite co-host here david coming at you with one and the last one of the week of our live shows before we get into the content we're not financial advisors do your own research also if you're a packers fan let me know let's go packers. is that why your title banner is green and white and gold right, baby Green and gold and white, baby. Green Bay about to lay the smack down on the bullshit-ass Niners. But before we get into the content, allow me to show you who I have to spend almost every waking moment of my life talking to, looking at, and sharing my time with. He is the man, self-proclaimed Big Rob from Sin City Crypto Westside. Hola, it's your boy, Big Rob, back in the house. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. If it's your first time checking us out, we are entertainment-focused cryptocurrency channel. We take the old, the boring, the stale information. We package it up in a fun and sexy way, just like your boy. Also, I want to give a quick shout-out to Global Media. They help us broadcast to other channels than just YouTube. And then, we don't just do live streams here. We also do deep dives. Just the live stream, though. Check out the deep dives. And then, one last thing. If you ain't subscribed yet, what the hell you doing? Subscribe. What are you doing? If you ain't liked the video yet and you in the chat, what the hell you doing? What the hell you doing? And if you ain't hit that notification bell because you don't want to miss this face, what the hell you doing? What the hell you doing? So, David, how you feeling today? So, man, I am pumped for the show today. Even though the markets are down, I am in a great mood. We're going to have an amazing show for you guys. Make sure you like the video and subscribe like Robin said. So today, we're doing a hot take. Followed by our talking points. And then the blockchain parlay. We're going to go over results and we're going to crown a winner. Who won the blockchain parlay? And then we're going to give our new picks for this week leading up to Friday for the new blockchain parlay. And then we're, of course, going to finish off with that market analysis. Tons of stuff to go over today. We're excited to have you guys back. Let us know how you feel about the markets today in the chat. Also, if it's your first time here, please say hello. We'd love to give you a shout out on the channel. With that being said, Robin, you know, outside of the uh, the like button, YouTube also favors an active chat. Yes, you got people talking. Activate. We bring people over here. Let's activate gonna, the chat we, right we now. We're gonna turn the chat. We're we gonna turn this into what? A Vegas party. A Vegas party. Sin City party, baby. Turn it into a Vegas party, baby. <clears throat> All right, bro. So okay, I, I'm here. I'm here. To, I'm here to have lots of discussion about the market. Were you shitting yourself when you saw the markets tank? Uh, I had. Some sloppy joes. So that was the only thing I was shitting. Okay. But, uh, okay. A couple things. Markets down. There's blood in the streets. Blood in the water. You know, there's. Sharks are here. Yeah. You know, people are nervous. People are uh, uneasy. Tell them why they shouldn't be nervous, Robin. Shouldn't be nervous. Tell them why. Okay. First of all, we're still sitting, what, 5,000 down from where we were? We were Not at 43,000. And now we're at 38. We're still in a good zone. Bitcoin is still strong. Bitcoin did not shut down. Bitcoin did not get banned here in the U.S. or anywhere else other than China. And in the long term, crypto is going to take over the world. It's going to replace the old financial system. And if you just stay the course, you know, freak out, do something stupid, you'll be all right. So <clears throat> don't panic, though. So. Yeah, don't panic, though. So. Okay, so <clears throat> here's, here's the thing. I, I, I saw a couple people in the chat. And just the, the overall sentiment uh, with the crypto space is that 
People are worried. People are losing money. The portfolios are down. Here, here's the thing. If you are a savvy investor, if you've watched our show and even majority of the, the major YouTube shows, everyone kind of says the same thing. It is to diversify your investments, keeping majority in stable projects like Bitcoin, for example, Ethereum, and then your higher risk projects to diversify smart to allocate a smaller percentage of your portfolio. One to 10% was probably kind of the, the general consensus. So if you are sweating bullets today, then you need to reevaluate your investment strategy because that just means that you are either not planning on holding long-term or you're heavily invested in speculative projects that maybe won't come out of a bear market. Let's not kid ourselves. We are in a bear market. Now, when does the reversal happen? Who knows? Maybe it happens next week. Maybe it happens next month. And maybe it happens next year. Maybe it happens during our live stream. Today. So, you know, if if you <laughs> if you overinvested in in these meme coins and these burn tokens and these small projects that don't have any damn utility, uh I, if we go into a prolonged bear market, if we are in a bear market for over a year, you're probably going to be out. You're probably going to be out that money because if history proves itself again, which usually does, uh, the, the lower projects, the things that are more hype driven, they lose their value. And then over a sustained period of time, if you had a thousand dollars in there and then two months later, you're at $400. Two months after that, you're at $200. Uh, at some point, you're just going to cash out. After about eight months, you're going to cash out. And not only are the investors doing this, but also the developers as well. So when the developers are more invested than you are. So if you're invested into a meme coin or a meme project or, or a speculative project, if something that's that's already kind of kind of kind of iffy, if those developers are sitting on $10 billion or $10 million, let's say $10 million, $100 million. And then all of a sudden they go down to 50 million and they, they hold 30% of the supply. So their, their portfolio just shrank huge. And then month five, then month eight, month 10, when, when they're, when it goes down more and more, and then all of a sudden they went from 10,000, you know, $10 million. Now they got $300,000. They have their overhead, their expenses, you know, running a blockchain ain't free. So what, so what has happened over and over again, these smaller, Crypto projects, protocols, blockchains, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they just close down. They 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 liquidate what they got, and then who who ends up paying the bill? The retail investor that jumped on something for a quick get rich quick scheme. Let me tell you, Bitcoin ain't going nowhere. And if you're not happy, if you're not if you're not entertained with the idea of taking your money and getting five to tenfold returns on your investment over the course of five to 10 years. If that's not enough for you, you need to, you need to reevaluate because the lotto tickets are exactly what they are. They're lotto tickets. And everybody talks about, everybody sit here and they ramble and they talk about, and they're like, oh my God, I made so much money here. What you don't hear is the thousands of people that lose their money every time this shit happens. It's just like here in Vegas. Everybody want to come up to you when they tell you when they hit a jackpot, but they don't come up to you and tell you when they lost $2,000 when they're struggling to pay their mortgage. You don't hear those stories. I lost $2,000. You, you, might, you might hear them, but you don't hear them as frequently as the gains. 
So don't get it twisted. When somebody comes up to you and tells you how much money they made on Shiba Inu, Doge, uh, and those are the, the big the big recognizable names. But when people come up to you and they tell you they made all this money on some some small little tiny project that doesn't do anything. You know, it's only driven by the community. But let me tell you something. If it's something that doesn't have utility, it's driven by the community, it can't perform in the long term. It, there are exceptions like Dogecoin, Shiba, but maybe even those, they'll fade out. I mean, they got to either step their game up or or they're going to get left behind. They're going to fall in that same category. You look at all the giant projects, the Dash, the Monero, all these big projects that just just faded out of existence. You know, Tron and stuff like that. Litecoin. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you buy the tops on these, on these speculative coins or these doo-doo projects, you're going to get wrecked. Yeah, you know, think of it this way. Whatever you invest in, can you pass it on to your kids? That's the question you'd ask yourself. Can you pass it on to your son or your daughter? You know, when they 12, 15 years from now, is it it an asset? It doesn't even have to be, doesn't even have to be crypto. You know, you should be making your investments, you know, real estate, S&P 500, like, Gold, I, I don't know. You need to think of long-term assets. You need to have that. And, you know, if you believe so much in crypto, then just do it in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Like, let's be real, man. If it, if it ain't if it ain't, if it ain't worth it five to ten years from now, then, you, you know, we should have a video on that shit, too. Want to pull Rob, that up? To, to Robin's point, I want to show you guys this. To Robin's point, it's not just the crypto markets. Literally, everything is down. The S&P is down 1%. Dow is down 193 points. NASDAQ is down 190 points. The Russell 2000 is down 8 points. Oil is down. Gold is down. So the asset market, tech stocks, everything uh, is down. Yeah. And, and let's, let's take into account, you know, when you see, you know, you might get used to seeing the numbers for crypto. It's a baby compared to the SP 500. SP 500, okay, so... Crypto in its entirety, all of crypto, $2 trillion. SP 500, $43 trillion. That's, that's insane. So, and that doesn't even, that doesn't even have all, that doesn't, that's just the top 500 companies. There are thousands of companies. So, for them to go down 1%, 1% of $43 trillion is $430 billion. You know, I chose a- $430 billion got lost in one day. And the S and P five hundred. So you don't get yourself one percent is fucking huge. It's only happened eight times in the last fifteen years. You know, yesterday me and Robert were talking on the phone, and he was like, "S and is down one percent." I'm like, "One percent is not that big of a deal." And then when he puts it into perspective, he goes, "They're worth forty four trillion. One percent is four hundred and forty billion. That's the entire market cap for Ethereum. It's <laughs> completely wiped out in a day." And when you think of it that way, that's absolutely huge. So. When we see 20, 30% dips in, in crypto and Bitcoin, if you want to correlate it to the stock market, it's not the same as a 20, 30% dip in the stock market. It's more like a 2 to 5 to 6% dip in the stock market. That's what people lose focus of. They see 30% dip and they try to correlate it to their other investments, whether it's stocks, mutual funds, whatever the case may be. It's not the same. You got to look at it. You got to look at it from a standpoint of, What's the total market cap of cryptocurrencies? What's the total market cap of stocks? And if you look at them and compare it that way, then it makes sense. So if, if, you, if the S&P 500 is down 1%, are you selling 
all your S&P 500 stocks? Probably not. Are you thinking the S&P 500 is going to zero? Probably not. So, so why do people think that when Bitcoin or crypto is down 15, 20%, that it's going to go to zero? Like if you're in the cryptocurrency space, the entire narrative, every time Bitcoin or crypto dips that, oh, it's going to go to zero, the possibility of it fading away. Like if that still runs through your head, you should not be investing money in cryptocurrency. You should not be investing money in cryptocurrency until you truly believe that cryptocurrency is here to stay. It has a place in the future of our lives and it's going to change the world. If you don't think that, then you should not invest your money in cryptocurrency because these things happen all the time. Bear markets are long. They happen all the time. 20, 30% dips are normal. If that, you're not comfortable goes, with that. It goes for every market. You know, it just, it's, just the, it's just the idea of investing. But, but the whole narrative with, with investing, crypto. Investing and gambling are two different things. The, but the whole narrative, I'm talking about the crypto narrative, right? Every time we see a big pullback like this, you start hearing the FUD, you start hearing crypto's going to zero, is Bitcoin here to stay, it can crash to zero. Like, If that thought still crosses your mind, don't invest in cryptocurrency. Do some more research, find out until you truly believe that crypto's here to stay, then invest in it. Because when you see 20, 30% dips, you're not going to get scared. You're not going to worry. You know what you're going to do? You're going to see it as a buying opportunity. You're going to dollar cost average in, you're going to load up your bags, and then that way when we are in a bull market, you can see your portfolio grow. You can start taking profits, whatever the case may be. So um, that's all I got to say on that. Yeah, it's just, I don't want to be too negative here, but, you know, if you got burned, you need to reevaluate your investment strategy. That's it. And, you know, Bitcoin ain't going nowhere. And year over year, Bitcoin does nothing besides go green. So if you look at it in that sense, who cares what happens in the three or four months? Every, you know, every year, Year over year, Bitcoin outperforms where it did when it first started. Might might not be very very large, but it, like I was saying, there's gambling, there's investing. You want to gamble? You want to you want to try to hit it big, and, and all of a sudden cash a bunch of money out real quick. That's, that's, you know, you're probably going to go get gamble because that's what you're doing when you, when you're in these in these speculative projects. But uh, if you're investing, you're, you're 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 looking towards the future. You're looking into sharing your 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 hard earned money with another project don't don't get it twisted i mean every time you deposit and you buy a token you're essentially putting a piece of yourself in that project and who knows if that shit isn't uh stable enough it'll just crash but um and if you don't believe robin then then maybe you'll believe one of the most successful business people in the country he runs a multi-billion dollar company called microstrategy we pulled a video clip for you guys this is Michael Saylor talking on Bloomberg, a.k.a. Dada. Let's go ahead and roll it. So about this possible winter, are you really not feeling the cold? Um, look, if you're going to invest in Bitcoin, a short time horizon is four years. A mid time horizon is 10 years. The right time horizon is forever. You know, Warren Buffett said, you know, if you wouldn't hold it for 10 years, you shouldn't hold it for 10 minutes. So if you look at the course of four years, no one's ever lost money over four years holding Bitcoin. And, and if you look at, you know, uh, our experience, we started buying it at $10,000, and now it's up by a factor of four. So, so given the right time horizon, you're fine. So it's a blessing and a curse. The blessing is it makes it the most exciting, interesting thing in the financial universe everywhere in the world. And, and the curse is 
it can induce anxiety for people that have a short attention span or, or are focused on a narrow time horizon. I want to say that man's got a lot of leather and a lot of wood in his house. He's always got a webcam set at a different spot of the house. Everywhere he goes, leather and wood. It probably smells like rich mahogany in that in that man. Guys, house. hear what he said? No one has ever lost money on Bitcoin when you invest in it long term. Guys, even if you buy the top, it's fine. Just just if you bought the top, it's okay. I've bought tops. Robin's bought tops. We've all bought tops because we FOMO in, and that's fine. But don't go out and rush and try to sell your crypto when you see a 20, 30% dip. Or when you hear people coming out and saying, oh, Bitcoin's going to zero, crypto's going to zero. Look at it as a long-term investment. Did you see his face? That man is not worried. That man is not sweating bullets. Just probably, he probably went on and spent another few billion and bought more. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to switch this narrative up. Okay. I told y'all investors that might have uh, might have fell down. Told the investors that might might have taken some lumps. That maybe you need to reinvest, re, 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 look into your your investment strategy. Reevaluate, reevaluate. Uh, but anyways, let, let, let's talk about where we're at. Markets are juicy, my dude. It's a fire sale. Everything's half off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to make money in crypto. If you are looking for the big payday, the millionaires and the money is made in the bear market. And if you think FOMOing into projects when everything is green and skyrocketing and mooning, uh, you're highly mistaken. That is not where the gains are made. The gains are made and by identifying solid long-term projects when they're cheap in the bear market before everybody else is jumping into them. Because I know when you go to work, ain't nobody talking crypto right now. They might be like, oh, crypto's down. My portfolio, oh my God. Like, but let me tell you something. This is your chance. And right now, the heat is the, the heat is off the market. There ain't they ain't all those those retail investors that don't know what the hell they're doing, FOMO in the projects. Ain't nobody dumping a paycheck into a meme coin right now. I promise you. Nobody. And if you are, good luck. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, now's a great time. Like, uh, you could you could pick up we, we, Polygon sitting at what a dollar eighty guys Polygon Cardano Cardano back to a dollar twenty and you know even Cardano would be sitting at a dollar twenty Binance coin four hundred twenty bucks Avalanche yeah. under eighty dollars like there's and you know so what? many amazing projects that are tried and true that you don't have to worry about just vanishing that you can literally go pick up for a 50 percent discount right now if you. If you've been eyeing a project like Ethereum when it was around $4,200, $4,500, it's at $2,700. Bucks. Go out and buy yourself a few or, or 100 bucks, or whatever the case may be. Not financial advice, of course. But instead of just trying to strike it rich and hitting a lottery ticket, look, I, I have a couple lottery coins as well. Nothing wrong with it, but I understand that those, I'm probably going to lose my money on those, and I'm okay with it. But 95% of my money is in stable projects that have been through bear markets, that are tried and true, that have utility that people need and want to use every single day. So if you load up on those, and you, you stack your bags, and you dollar cost average, I promise you, because what goes up must come down, and what goes down must come up. Not always. Sometimes things go down and they just never come back. I'm talking about <laughs> the, the, the main 
crypto projects, your Ethereum, Bitcoin, Binance, yeah. Avalanche, blah, 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 blah. So load up your bags. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out. Mm-mm. Don't freak this out. This is a mm. buying opportunity. That's right. Think of it like Black Friday. You've been eyeing a TV that's $3,000 and Walmart's got it for 1500 bucks on Black Friday. Are you going to say, oh my God, the TV I have now is worth 1500 or would you just go buy another one? Go buy another well, TV. Well, it, it also, you know, you, you, you got to think this is, like you were saying, this is every market. I um, mean, it's a housing market. Uh, 2008, the housing market crashed. My dad had just bought a new house. Cost him like 200, $220,000. He bought a new house right before the market crashed. My dad got right. And then, and then he, um, he tried to do one of those short sales because his house was valued at like $90,000. Anyways, he likes short sale for hundred K or something like that. And then anyways, he ended up buying the same house back for like 150,000. And yeah, I guess he did save money, but he went through this, all these loops, fucked up his credit. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, his house now is worth $300,000. <clears> so if you invest in stable assets like Bitcoin or even real estate, even if it goes through a market dump, 2008, the, the value of the house pretty much got, went down by over 100% <clears throat> or 50%. 100%. One, one bazillion percent. Uh, but anyways, uh, if he would have just held on to the house and lived in it, which he didn't, never moved, he would have had more money from, he would, he would have recouped what the initial downturn in the market was. And I don't know. You know what? Buy some Bitcoin. Fucking just don't be scared, guys. Yeah, everything's gonna be chill, okay. Bro. I promise. Crypto and Bitcoin are not going to zero. Don't listen to what these. You want a little bit saying. of bigger returns? You know, going to Ethereum and oh Cardano God, and Polygon eat, and all I'm that stuff. Telling so. you, ETH twenty seven hundred dollars is a steal. I'm trying to control myself, but I couldn't help what it. What was the all time high for ETH? It was like 48. 40, 47. <laughs> so you're you're getting almost. So a we we know we know Ethereum is going to cross all time highs. You know, yeah. There's there's way too much going on with ETH and the NFTs right now for Ethereum not to bounce back. But, anyways, let's get into our very first segment. Let's roll. We like to call the hot take. Who does fire, baby? Mucho caliente. All right. So the hot take question I will pose to myself and to Robin is this. So we've heard about the central bank in Russia saying that the government of Russia should ban Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Well, that was news yesterday, so maybe they haven't heard of it. Why don't you explain it? Okay, so the Central Bank of Russia stated that they or they recommended to the Russian government that they should ban, they should, uh, ban Bitcoin trading, Bitcoin mining, um, and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency payments. So cryptocurrency as a whole should be banned in Russia. Uh, and some of the reasons... This, this one kind of stood out to me, and I read it from the article. The central bank commissioner said, risks include people converting their fiat savings into crypto assets. So they see cryptocurrency as a direct threat to their national currency. So what better way than to protect their national currency than to outlaw cryptocurrency in general? So my question is this, although it hasn't happened yet, what kind of of effect will a possible Russia ban on cryptocurrency have? All right. So before we answer this question, there's a picture I want to show you guys. So I know it's a little small, but I'll help you guys read this. So this is a list of countries 
and the number of crypto owners and the percent of population they have. So number one, we have India with over 100 million people owning crypto, which is 7.3% of their population. Next up is US sitting at 27 million people. And then third is Russia. Russia is the second largest percentage of population people that have money invested in crypto, right around 11.9%. 11.3 million people in Russia there's a lot of have money in there's a lot of financial and corporate cr- corruption when it comes to uh Russia. Not not to say there isn't any here. We got our own politics and corruption, but uh it's pretty it's, it runs pretty rampant there in Russia as well. Uh so it gives people an avenue uh to one remove themselves from the eyeballs that is the government uh from having their hands in everything that you do. So they can pretty much track and know how much money you make and where you're going and all that jazz. So, um, so Robin, yeah, th- this this removes that power. It removes your identity. You are you're basically unplugging from the network that is the fiat currency and the monetary system they have there. Uh, so it gives you an option, and uh, it scares people. It's, and and not to mention, like the banks, exactly what you said. It scares the banks. the The money is leaving savings account. Why keep your money in the savings account? Ask yourself that question. Why would you keep? $100,000 in a savings account. What is the purpose of it? it you, you're not gaining any interest. And if, you guys, and if you guys don't know what banks do, when you deposit money, they don't just keep the money in their bank vault. They take your money, they invest it, they make money for themselves, and then they give you your money back with a 0.01% interest rate. So cryptocurrency is threatening that. Yeah. Because as more people are taking fiat money out of their bank accounts and into cryptocurrency, these banks are left with less money to invest in, less money to make money for themselves with your money. And they're not going to let that happen. So what do they do? They try to ban cryptocurrency. So again, Robin, yeah, what possible effect or what effect will a possible Russia ban have on the cryptocurrency markets? Uh, well, I'd be lying if I said it didn't really matter. Or, if, you know, there is there is a large concentration of mining in Russia. Uh, there is a ton of the market cap that we have in cryptocurrency comes from Russia. Their economy is probably number three behind the U.S. and China, I would assume. I don't I think the numbers, there. but um, if they're not number you know what, three. Russell, we, we have a native uh, native Indian here. Russell, what what? Where does India rank in the in the world for the uh, economy? They, they have a, they have a lot of buzz for crypto in India. Oh, they're number one. Yeah, over a hundred million people own cryptocurrency in India. So yeah, so you know, will, will it come to a full out ban in Russia? I doubt it. You don't think but so? I don't think so. Russia and China are buddy buddy. Not really. Yeah, they they do, they do trade a lot and. Vladimir Putin literally said China is very important to Russia. Yeah, every country could say that. They don't say about US the U.S. say that shit. Yeah, Donald yeah. Trump won't admit it, but um, <laughs> but no, it's um, I don't think it's going to get banned in Russia. But if it, it does, it, there's well, there's a lot. Okay, so there's a lot of people in Russia that are using it and build businesses and economies and jobs, and you know, Russia isn't what it used to be. Russia used to be neck and neck with the u.s it's lost a lot of steam and uh, maybe maybe crypto can help it out maybe with the adoption of crypto instead of the 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 regulations and the banning uh maybe maybe that could give russia some more economic prosperity i mean who knows uh but i don't, I don't think so 
I think, you know, at the end of the day, this is a recommendation by the central banks. Central banks are watching the money leave the savings account and going into a crypto exchange or hardware wallet of some sort. And, um, you know, the, the, the central banks are just speaking up to the government. Looking for some help. Central banks, your but. greed is catching up to you guys. Yeah. People are on to you. They know what you're doing with their money, and they're saying, fuck you. I'm going to take my money, and I'm going to make money for myself the way you make money for yourself, but with my own money. I'm going to spit some facts at you guys here, okay? The annual volume of trading in Russia in cryptocurrency is $5 billion. Cryptocurrency was listed as Russia's fifth most popular investment vehicle with, with a percentage rating of 17%, which is ahead of gold. At, which is gold is at 16% and ahead of stocks and shares, which is at 10%. So people want to invest in crypto. They're investing in crypto more than they're investing in stocks or gold. So I'll probably have to agree with, well, I don't know, because Russia is a communist country. So if they want to ban something, they're going to ban it. They're not going to give a shit what their citizens have to say. But if the citizens have something to say about it, I don't think they're going to let it happen. No, 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 man. The the history uh, the history of the government in Russia is that they just do whatever they, they want. Do, yeah, they do whatever they want, and it's not so much prudent on what the citizens want. It's it's more you got you got to think for for the government system that they have in Russia. You know, and this there 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 are pros and cons to every to every government system, our own included. Uh, but you know, some of the things that uh, when you look at a, a, a communist country is that. Uh, they can they can make laws they can pass laws a lot quicker. There's not as much bureaucracy, and on top of that, uh, they like the way Putin goes about legislation is that everything he does he's doing for the betterment of the country. He wants the country right. to succeed. He wants he wants. Uh, Do you really believe that? Yeah, hundred percent. The man the man is uh, like a full bred like you know nationalist. He's you know he 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 wants prosperity he wants clout he wants his country to succeed at any cost yeah and, and you know there are downturns there but at the same time it's you know they they've made six you know, they are one of the strongest economies in the world so uh don't don't think that they just got there because uh uh they just stole money and stuff like that i mean they, they have a very very successful economy there there is a lot of corruption and and you could say the same thing about any country i i'm not i'm not behind communism i don't i i think i like our our system i think it's great uh but uh you can't just discount that certain things do run a little bit more efficiently in a communist or an autocratic regime uh so anyways uh i think he's gonna do what's best for the nation and i think crypto's doing good i think i think crypto not for the central bank i think not for the central banks but i think for the citizens the people the the job creation the market there i think cryptocurrency is a positive for russia and i think they're just gonna maybe throw down some regulations and i call it a day that's my opinion but i don't know all right let's move on to our next segment the chitta chatta a lot of articles for you guys today let's go ahead and get into it All right, so Robin did mention, or sorry, not Robin. Uh, who may, Oh, uh, Stereo 2 mentioned, I tried to buy Sunday last night. The transaction is still pending. Well, here's why. Sunday swap launches on Cardano, but users report failing transactions. The first DEX on Cardano launched on the mainnet to allow traders to perform swaps and add liquidity, but network congestion has slowed transactions processing. <sighs> yesterday I said, well, yesterday Robin said, 
that there was going to be some hiccups. And I said, no, there's not because they got Cardano behind him. And I was wrong. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> did, did I hear that right? Yeah. Did I hear that right? Yeah. You're wrong. wrong. Now, let's, 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 uh, let me go back to what I was saying. Yesterday. Hold on. Let me read something real quick. And this is going to be for Serio too. Um, this is from Sunday Swap CEO. If your order is on chain, it will be processed. Orders are failing due to congestion. Please be patient. So there you go. Okay, Robin, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah. Okay. So I said yesterday, this is a new project. There's such a large community that has been waiting for Sunday Swap. Uh, how many people are in their uh, their their Twitter or Instagram or Sunday whatever? Swap? Yeah, well, it, take a look at that. But right anyways, gigantic community. Tons of people are are, are we're waiting for. And you got to think of all the Cardano homers, all of the people that were waiting for this, waiting, waiting for something, some utility of smart contracts to come out. And all these people were just waiting in line, and the writing was on the wall. If you couldn't see it, then, you know... You, Sunday Swap's got 285,000 followers. on 285,000 followers, on, and that doesn't even include the Cardano homers that don't follow Sunday Swap. They're like, oh, there's an exchange now. Let me use it. So, anyways, uh, what I'm saying is that uh, this is true for any software that gets rolled out. Uh, you know, this is a DAP, but essentially it's very comparable to a software. It doesn't live on a on a mainframe. It just lives on a blockchain. Uh, so, uh, with this... You think of think of rolling out a brand new video game. Think of rolling out a new Call of Duty game or a new Battlefield game or something like that. Uh, some brand new software, and you launch it, and then uh, two hundred thousand people start playing it right away. You know, or millions of people start playing it right away. There's always bugs. There's always hiccups. There's always game crashes, and then they got to go in and fix it. It is no different in the blockchain. If anything, it's more complicated because you're doing decentralized finance, at least for this project. Uh, you have something that's supposed to be automated that needs no, no control. It's just, it's there, it's supposed to run. So uh, to think that this was going to have no hiccups is uh, a little, uh, little arrogant. Uh, and then I know David mentioned yesterday, he's like, but it's on Cardano. Remember, it's just a dap. It's not built by Cardano. I know. But- same, same, if we use the same reference with the video game, you could have a badass computer sitting at home you know, you're going to have a $3,000 computer that plays video games. doesn't matter how good the computer is. doesn't matter how good the hardware is. It's all, you know, if the software isn't designed right, it doesn't matter what it's running on, you know. And if the DAP ain't designed right, it doesn't matter if it's on Cardano, Ethereum, Bitcoin, like whatever free, it's, it, they're, not, they're not intertwined. It's just the uh, it's just the protocol they decided to use when they launched their DAP. Uh, but I think they'll, uh, they'll get out of it. They'll be all right. They'll be so, fine. so I'm going to read something else from the article here. It says... The Sunday Swap team hosted a Twitter space AMA. If you're not familiar with what an AMA stands for, it's a term thrown around a lot. It stands for Ask Me Anything. So essentially, the founders of the project or whatever they get on, they do a a live stream and you can ask them questions. Uh, To further address any issues that traders were having with the platform, in light of the tremendous backlog of orders holding up swaps or scoops as they're called on Sunday Swap, one user asked what the expected effect of an upcoming Cardano node upgrade would have. So the CTO, Matt Ho, said... Once the change happens on the 25th, we expect greater than a 2x throughput increase from strictly the memory bump by itself as additional protocol parameters become available. So it's new. They're working out the kinks. I thought it was going to go flawless. I was wrong. Unlike Robin, I can admit when I'm wrong because I'm a Packer fan. That's what we do. We're good people. Uh, Not like Raider fans. So uh, that's all I got for that. Let's move on.
to our very next article. Congress weighs cleaning up cryptocurrency mining in the U.S. They should clean our oceans for one. Uh, On Thursday, members of Congress debated how to make cryptocurrencies greener as energy-intensive Bitcoin mining booms in the U.S. One of the biggest questions was whether to use renewables to power the energy-hungry mining at the heart of Bitcoin's blockchain or turn to other blockchains that don't need as much energy in the first place. Cryptocurrency presence in everyday life will likely continue to expand, said a representative from Colorado. As the industry moves forward, it's crucial for cryptocurrency networks to identify ways to reduce the need for constant high-volume energy use and minimize effects on the environment. And then uh, we hear about how much how much uh, energy Bitcoin takes. The Bitcoin network gobbles up more electricity than the countries of Ukraine or Norway use in a year. So yes, it uses a lot, but with renewable energies and more renewable energies coming into the space, we will see better. But here's what I like. Cryptocurrency presence in everyday life will likely continue to expand. So our senators and our congresspeople understand that cryptocurrency is here to stay. And instead of trying to fight against it, they are trying to look for solutions, which I like. So, Robin, what are your thoughts? Uh, I was reading the chat. Uh, Sean said he jumped in the the stream and heard me glorifying mother russia well i you know what i i i my wife's russian i'll just leave it at that okay thank you uh <laughs> so uh anyways uh with the article green greener bitcoin I, like we we discussed it at length yesterday uh it is it is a problem uh i think it's i think it's overblown uh most of the energy consumption is already pretty green anyways and, you know, if the miners don't step up and try to remedy the out of control energy consumption, that's only going to escalate from this point forward. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to take up more energy. Uh, if they don't try to curtail it in some kind of way in the future, uh, you're just going to get more articles like this. And then there's going to be action at some point. Uh, maybe it's 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Uh, I don't think the U.S. is going to have any drastic measures. I don't think the U.S. is going to all of a sudden start banning mining or they're banning. I just think they're going to just try to uh, push towards more green energy. Uh, But uh, if it starts to run rampant and get out of control, then, you know, watch out. And then um, just reading one more thing from the article here. The U.S. is the second biggest climate polluter after China. And someone from Congress said that cryptocurrency's energy usage is going to be an increasing issue for the committee. At this point, we don't have any answers. Well, there look you harder. Go. You might find some. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to our next article. Sticking with government, the Fed issues discussion paper on benefits and risks of digital dollar. The Federal Reserve would only pursue a CBDC in the context of broad public and cross-governmental support, said the recently published paper. In a publication released uh, Thursday titled Money and Payments, the U.S. dollar in the age of digital transformation, the Fed said it would likely not be authorized to issue digital wallets or accounts capable of holding a U.S. CBDC, but rather leave such matters to the private sector. Hmm. That's interesting. In addition, the government body said it would be considering privacy concerns, whether a CBDC could be, quote, readily transferable between customers of different intermediaries and identity verification to combat money laundering and the financing of terrorism. So I just thought it was interesting that 
they talked about private sector. You know anything about the U.S.? It's a free economy. I like it when the private sector is the one in charge with obviously some parameters set so they don't try to gouge uh, people like us consumers. But anytime the government dips their hand in the honeypot, they seem to fuck it up. So if you have private sector doing this, you're going to have competition. And what does competition breed? Robin? Uh, Babies? No. Competition (laughs) breeds success. That's right. Because if you're not keeping up with your competition, then what are you doing? You're going to fall behind. You're going to become irrelevant. So I think this is good. It's obvious that we are going towards digital currency. Over 97% of the world's money is already digital anyways. Mm-hmm. Only three, less than 3% mm-hmm. is, is in physical cash or coin. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. we got 14 people in the chat. 14 people. Huh? 14 people. That's what I said. We have 14 people in the chat. If this is your first time here with us at Sin City Crypto, welcome. I'm David. Ugly man is Robin. Say hello in the chat. We'd love to give you guys a shout out on the show. Also, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on any content. Robin, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, so, you know, I'll piggyback off what you're saying. Uh, So, competition. Competition, when it comes to the financial sector, is called free market. If you have a free market, you have options. You can go with one or you can go with the other. Now you can go with government money, fiat, or you can go with crypto. Uh, and f- the free market has always evolved every space that it has touched. So let's take, uh, for example, uh, we'll, uh, we'll go with uh, something that was uh, more controlled. Take uh, your phone company. Uh, remember when you had to make a long-distance phone call? When you only had one phone provider? You had that the the... The phone with the cord Let's on the bottom. Let's talk about Cox Cable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll go to that one next. Let's go to, so, yeah. so you got the phone. You had to pay, was it like a dollar fifty a minute to call international? And then what ended up happening? Everyone started getting cell phones. And then they're like, uh, yeah, you can, uh, international calls are free here. Yeah. Well, then this person wanted to charge a dollar. Like, okay, we're going to do free. We're going to do free international calls, calls too. So anyways, a business model evolved and it ended up being more efficient and cheaper essentially for the consumer. Uh, you can do the same with, with, with television, with cable. Uh, when, when people first started disconnecting from cable, those, those people were deemed as weird. Like, oh, what are you watching? I'm just watching Netflix. So you don't got cable? I'm like, no. And then all of a sudden, people disconnected from the old fiat system. But instead of the fiat system, they disconnected from Cox Cable. Their, their broad, you know, whatever, whatever cable company they use. And then they diversified. And then they, they got, they, they picked and choose the products they wanted. They picked and choose Netflix, you know, Amazon Prime, they, Hulu, all of that crap. Or just straight up YouTube, like Sin City Crypto, baby. So anyways, that market evolved and it became cheaper, more efficient and better. And then you could tailor your own entertainment to your own liking. You didn't have to be forced to watch fucking sitcoms. And when it was one in the morning, you had nothing to watch besides infomercials. Now you have options. We can all agree that the television space is better with free market. When you had one, per, when you had one, one provider, either Dish or cable, you wanted to watch TV at one in the morning when you got off work, you had nothing to watch. Then the free market gave you options. The same thing can be said for financial market. So right now, in the past, 1999, 2005, you had nothing to use besides the fiat money. And if the government inflated the crap out of it and you lost your purchasing power, you're screwed. You had no other options. That was it. Either that or buy gold. And then now you have options. You don't have to use that crap system. 
You don't have to be at the mercy of the politicians and their, their policies and law changes. You don't have to worry about like what, what is in the best interest for the Fed chairman. You do what's in the best interest for yourself. You know, Leon, uh, Leon, our friend, he's from the UK. He said uh, the government's making the movement into digital currency. And I think we will see more and more of this happen across the globe. But also another thing they did mention. So they, they, they basically this was like the white paper to discuss positives and the negatives of the CBDC. And they, they, they kind of got the vibe that they're not going to get into the CBDC. They basically, they said they're not ready for it yet. That was the, the, ultimate, the ultimate thing that came out of this is like, oh, right, here's the positive, here's the negatives. Uh, we're not really not, we're not ready to move into this market yet. Good. We don't want you here. <laughs> Leave. Uh, one more thing I want to read from this article for you guys and then we'll be done. This is from, let's see, uh, from the Fed paper. It says, quote, a CBDC could fundamentally change the structure of the U.S. financial system, altering the roles and responsibilities of the private sector and the central banks. Some have suggested that if these new CBDCs were more attractive than existing forms of the U.S. dollar, global use of the U.S. dollar could decrease, and a U.S. CBDC might help preserve the international role of the dollar. Again. U.S. dollar is the world's reserve currency, and they see cryptocurrency as a direct threat to that. So at least the U.S. is trying to get ahead of the game. Well, maybe not ahead of the game, but catch up to the game and do a CBDC so people will still use and hold the U.S. dollar across the world, not just in the U.S. All right, we are moving on to some NFT and metaverse news. Meta, formerly known as Facebook, and Instagram to allow users to create, display, and sell NFTs. Meta, the parent company of both Facebook and Instagram, is drawing up plans to integrate NFTs on the social media giant's platforms. Several people familiar with the plans have disclosed that the integration will allow for displaying one's NFT as a profile picture and will also introduce a native NFT marketplace on the two platforms for buying and selling NFTs. So, Robin. If you got NFTs and you can sell it on Facebook or Meta or you can sell it on OpenSea. We're going to go back to the same analogy I, I always use. Whatever is easiest for the, for the investor that isn't too experienced. So myself personally, and I think yourself, you're going to keep using the platforms that you're comfortable with. Yes. And if somebody... Unless, unless fees are lower. But here's the thing. You're going to keep doing what you're comfortable with unless you can save a penny somewhere else. But... People that are comfortable using Instagram, people that are on their phone all day long on Instagram, people that are on their phone scrolling with their finger, just swipe, swipe on Facebook all day long. The people that live in that ecosystem, if they're interested in buying NFTs, where do you think they're going to buy and sell them? Right there. Where are they going to showcase them? Right there. Why? Why? It's all about comfortability, convenience, the ease of use. They can master that. Then, yeah, that's what people are going to use. That's what their that's what their user base is going to use. Don't kid yourself. If you don't use Facebook, you're not all of a sudden gonna gonna log into your Facebook account that you haven't been on in eight months, and then and then start buying and trading NFTs on Facebook. You're not gonna do that crap. Let's be real. But same time, you know, if you're already there, you're already living in that ecosystem, and that's something you're interested in. Yeah, you're gonna take advantage of it for sure. And then it's kind of convenient, you know, because most people put their NFTs as their profile picture for their social media account, so. Why even have to move it around? You can just buy it and put it right there, just like that. So, David, 
I'm, I'm just reading the chat. Uh, Leon said, if the market ain't going parabolic, why all the massive investment over the next four months? The investment is gonna is gonna be every month. Yeah, Leon. So don't. it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter. It's it's gonna be is if he, you look he? at any chart. If you look at any chart for cryptocurrency or for Bitcoin, look at a Bitcoin chart, and you pull it you pull it across ten years. There's nothing besides go up. So that's it. That's that's what it's gonna do. It's gonna take so two, is, it's gonna take two steps forward, one step back. Two is steps Leon, forward, one step is back. Leon asking? Um, why he should what up leon man i'm glad to see you back in here man i miss leon yeah leon um are you are you asking like if it's not going to go parabolic in the next four months why should you invest in it or 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 but people are always gonna invest in crypto every month you might get more investment one month might be more retail fomo more more institutional investment but Everyone asked about Cosmos. Uh, Cosmos pump because their utility is finally live. The Cosmos hub. Um, so yeah, but everything is down today except except stablecoin. So if you have money in stablecoins, you're good. I think there was one project that was up. Something. It was. Uh, I'll tell you right now. It's something I'm not familiar with. But there's one project in the top 100 that that was in the green. Uh, BitTorrent is up. Perpetual protocol. And that's literally it. Perpetual protocol. Yes, yeah. one. Yeah. So, anyways, let us move on to our next article here. Some more NFT news. Okay. So, I love NFTs, but this is one thing I hate about NFTs is rug pulls. If you do the math, and an NFT line comes out, you have about ten thousand NFT projects or NF specific NFTs in a in a line. So you know, Board Apes has ten thousand items, Subducks, blah blah blah. Ten thousand times point zero eight for the mint. That's eight hundred Ethereum. You do the math at current prices. So if you do it at three thousand, you're looking at two point four million dollars. How easy is it for you to hype up a project, build a contract, sell it out, and then walk away with two point four million dollars? It happens all the time. So you guys have to be careful. If you're new to the NFT space, I would not recommend minting. I would wait for a project to be out there for at least a couple of weeks. That way you can dox the team. You can dox the project. You can see, you can talk to the community. Hey, how, how's everything gone? Are you happy with it? Were there any hiccups? Blah, 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 blah. Because this stuff that I'm showing you right now happens all the time. I have been part of a few. If you haven't been part of any rug pulls, you haven't been investing in NFTs for very long or you don't invest that much, but a Solana NFT project rug pulls investors for $1.3 million despite verification. Guys, verification doesn't mean shit because if, you ver- if, if they go through an audit and they get verified, you can literally change the smart contract or create a, not change it, but you can create a new smart contract and then make people mint off that one. So 9,100 Solana were, were stolen on this project. Uh, scammers pulled off one of the largest rug pulls, $1.3 million. And the name of that project was Big Daddy Ape Club. Again, if you're new, I recommend to you, do not mint any new projects because about 70% 70 to 80% of new projects either are rug pulls or fall flat on their face. I think as more and more, as the NFT marketplace grows, and there's more verification things that are put in place to protect people like me and you from rug pulls and actually hold these people accountable who are just taking money from people and, and leaving. It will get better, but in the meantime, just hang in there. So you got anything to add on this before I move on? 
Um, yeah, man. The the NFT market is no different than any other new emerging market. Uh, so just like crypto was when it was in its infancy, and even now, uh, lots of uh, new projects that pop up that they just close down. So same same as crypto. Be careful. That's right. Do your right. research. Some better NFT news. Bud Light owns a Nouns Ethereum NFT and may use it in a Super Bowl ad. Budweiser extends its push into NFTs with a $394,000 profile pictures, which appears to have received an exchange for a Super Bowl spotlight. If an NFT makes it to the Super Bowl, Robin, how many people watch the Super Bowl? I think close to 100 million people, right? Yeah. I think that's the average. Close to 100 million people will be exposed one bajillion jpegs and nfts so if you hold any nfts can you this is bullish i want to see the picture of that thing is that the one that the one they physically own yes okay uh leon said regarding nfts how will rareable platform uh you mean looks rare well you have rareable and then you have uh, i haven't used rareable myself uh, rareable and then you also have looks rare which is the new one that came out that one's pretty cool i actually haven't listed any of my nfts on there but that one's supposed to be big it's supposed to be giving OpenSea a run for its money uh well we'll, we're gonna look into that project a little bit more i know there's some more recent buzz on this one um so is this um nft is that supposed to be like a a mug of beer with glasses because i don't know or is that just under the hair so so this project tell me it doesn't look like a mug of beer look you got the handle I'm telling you, that's probably why they they picked it up. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'm actually going to you know take a look at their project. I don't. I'm not familiar with that project. Have you seen it? Now? Not either. No. But apparently, the uh, organization behind this project gave one of these NFTs to. But holy shit! Eighty Ethereum floor price. Eighty fucking one of these beer things. Oh me! Oh my! Look, is this a taco one? Let's see when these That's were the minted. Floor price, huh? Uh, so we didn't do a. Uh, oh yeah, we did. We focused on the crypto bet this week. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, every week we're gonna bring you uh, one I NFT say when project it was that we're kind of interested in. If there's any NFTs that the chat yeah. is holding, anything that you're curious about, uh, minted twenty know. days ago. <laughs> Damn. So this project gifted one of these, the beer one, obviously, to Bud Light in hopes that that Bud Light will use it during the Super Bowl. Uh, their Super Bowl ad, because you know, Bud Light always does dope ass Super Bowl commercials. I don't know, man. That dilly dilly thing was pretty bad, bro. Yeah, but that was they tried so pretty, hard. Track record. They tried so hard pretty. with that dilly dilly. Yeah, yeah. All right, that'll do it. Well, you you also come <laughs> in with the uh, the was it was that was a really good commercial. But that'll do it for our talking point segment, Robin. Give us. Should we do the blockchain parlay now? Or aftermarket analysis, as you can see from his excitement to do the do it earlier that he wants to uh, get it out of the way. No, nah, no, nah, let's blow. wait. Let's save it. Let's save it to the end, guys. Make sure you stay tuned because we have the results from our blockchain parlay. We're gonna crown a winner, and I'll tell you something: it was a landslide. You know, I was winning that damn thing until this market pullback. 
I had uh, taken the lead and I was going to win, and then the market dumped. And uh, Leon said, "Fucking awful that NFT." Yeah, it looks pretty bad, but hey, eighty Ethereum, bro. What? What do you? I mean, shit. I don't know, man. I bet you that I bet you if they put that thing in a commercial, I bet you it'll be kind of cool. I bet you it'll be interesting. Yeah, man. Hey, any exposure is good exposure. Okay. Does 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 a Budweiser company or Anheuser Busch do they own any like board apes or anything? I don't know, but they did buy an NFT. I'm not sure which one. They might have bought a no. Visa bought a CryptoPunk. Uh, actually, I think they might have bought an uh, a board ape, yeah. but we'll find out. Anyways, we're moving on to our second to last segment. The market analysis, let's go ahead and get right into it. All right, so let's look at our favorite coin market cap, even though they fuck up all the time. Overall markets are down 11%. We have dipped under 1.8 trillion in overall total market cap. Bitcoin dominance is still over 40%, which is good. $38,100 down 11% in the last 24 hours. ETH sitting at 2760 down 14%. BNB getting close to 400 bucks. Man, if BNB dips under $400 and you guys are investing money and some of that money is not going to BNB, you crazy. Because when... The bull trend or the bull market, whatever you want to call it, is back. BNB will surpass $1,000 per coin. You can put, you can take that to the bank. Take that to the bank. Once we are in a bull market again, BNB will reach $1,000. You heard it here first at Sin City Crypto. Cardano holding steady at $1.20, down 14%, wiping out all the gains over the last few days because of this dumbass market drop. You have money in Cardano. Let us know in the chat. We'd love to give you a pat on the back, a virtual pat on the back. XRP, 66 cents. Terra Luna at 69.50. And Polkadot rounding out the top 10, down 13%, sitting at $21.64. Now, a couple of articles. We're not going to go these in depth, but $750 million in longs were liquidated in Thursday's sell-off. Dang. That is a lot it's of a lot money, of, my friend. That's a lot of money. So there's one reason. And here's something interesting. 5.7 million Bitcoin, not dollars worth of Bitcoin, actual Bitcoin. 5.7 million Bitcoin coins are now held below purchase price. So there's over 5.7 million coins, Bitcoin coins, that people bought that they're in the negative. No, there's no way that there's no way that a quarter of the supply of Bitcoin got bought at over 45,000. Over 38,000. No way, bro. So you're saying this article is cap? No, let's scroll down, bro. There's no way. Over 5.7 million Bitcoin are currently yeah. held below purchase price there's, value. There's no way. They, they miswrote that. There's no way that a third of all Bitcoin got bought at over 40. It, it literally could not mathematically. It's 18. It's no, 18 mil- there's, there's 17 million in circulation. So that's roughly a third of the supply got bought over 45,000. Close to 30% of the total Bitcoin in circulation is reportedly held at a loss, Glassnode reports. Glassnode is extremely reliable. I doubt that, man. 
What do you mean you doubt that? Fact check. 30%. Guys, if you have time to fact check Robin, because I don't, because I got to deal with him all day. 30% of the entire Bitcoin supply is in circulation is currently at a loss. Oh, in circulation. That's not, that's not all of the Bitcoin. Bro, close so if you got it. Literally, I'm reading the fucking article word for I'm word. The same. This article's close bro. to 30% of the total Bitcoin in circulation is reportedly held at a loss. Well, that's circulation. Well, a third of the circulating Bitcoin is now valued below breaking. Somebody, somebody didn't read the charts right, bro. What do you mean, somebody didn't read the charts right? Bro, like there was. I'm telling you, bro. So you think all the people that bought under 38 didn't sell any when it got to 69? Maybe. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. This article, let's say, let's say it's real, which I'm sure it is. Is this bullish or is this bearish? I think it's extremely bullish because now, here, let, let Robin, pull out your phone, do the math. What's 5.7 million? Get your phone out. What? what? Do the math. What's 5.7 million times okay. 38,000? I don't know how to type in fucking oh million my God, here. Dude. Look, what are you trying to get at? What's 5.7 million times 38,000? I don't know. Well, dude, use your fucking calculator, man. Jesus. There you Christ. go. Yeah, you got one right there too, bro. 5.7 yeah, million dollars it is. times 38,000 is $216 billion worth of Bitcoin is now currently being held at a loss. So I believe that's $216 billion worth of Bitcoin that's not going to be sold. That's not going to be flooded into the market. So in my opinion, this is bullish. Robin, do you think it's bullish or bearish? How how in the hell could this be bullish? Okay. Let's how? look at every single... Because... Uh, no, no, one, no, no. Take into account the psychology of the investor. Are you more likely to sell, get rid of your coins when that you're sounds, out of that sounds good. or you're out of profit? It sounds good. But let me tell you what, how things really work. People FOMO in, they buy the tops, and then they sell the bottoms. That's how markets work. And the smart money, the whales, they just fucking take advantage of that shit. But 90% of your investors, they buy when 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 somebody at work tells them like, hey, hey, Bitcoin you, this. And they, they just freaking FOMO in the... The dumb money, which is majority of the money, or at least majority of the pumps, they come in, they buy the tops, or they buy the way up, and then when they start losing money, shit bottoms out, they, they exit the position, they sell at a loss, uh, and if they don't sell right now, maybe a year from now, they're like, fuck, man, I bought this Bitcoin a long ass time ago, and still ain't making no damn money on this, I'm already fucking, I've lost a lot, I'm just going to sell it, take, I'm going to take an L. Nah. You're going to hold on. But to that's it. what literally happens every fucking cycle. That's what happens with, with the stock markets. It's literally 100% repeated over and over. Not gonna so happen. all of a sudden, all the, all the dumb investors that bought the top are all of a sudden, they're going to have this epiphany and they're going to hold for three years. You say Tiffany? Don't talk about my wife. I'm just saying, bro. Like, it's just what do you guys the, think? The history, you guys, you guys the history think? of marketing with human psychology, with money and investing. Time and time again, people buy the tops, they sell the bottoms. That's how, and then you and guys, the smart money, the fucking whales, and the guys, people that are well informed, they, you know what? they buy. I need to add a mute microphone button on my uh, stream here. Mm -hmm. Would you guys in the chat, do you think 
that this is bullish, that 30% of Bitcoin circulating supply is currently sitting at a loss, or do you think it's bearish? I think it's bullish because people are less likely to sell at a loss and they will hold it because they see what cryptocurrency and Bitcoin can do. It can literally jump up 20% in a day. You can make all your gains back plus some. Robin thinks it's bearish because of dumb money. I don't like think it's himself. bearish. I think history is... is, is Robin is apparently a historian now. I am a historian, yes. He's a historian. historian. Um, so he knows everything. And he know knows everything. that that article is, is not true. But it I also literally know, came from the... I want to know who the hell was in our damn stream here earlier and then unsubscribed. What? They 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 must unsubscribe. They, they must have taken a huge ass L on the portfolio. So why would they unsubscribe? <laughs> they, they lost so much money. They're like, and we, fuck and this then we come in and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing with your investment portfolio? John said article is true. Since May 2020, every time the percentage of Bitcoin supply John? in profit in profit has dipped close to or below the 70% barrier. It's been a turnaround in the market. Well then uh So Sean, are you telling us right now? That a reversal is coming. Let our viewers know. A we want to know what coming. you think. I still, I still think we're gonna. I still think we're up for a uh, bullish. You still end holding of, a end of no, no. That that's went out. The get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, we 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 hit some. We hit. We we crossed some uh, support levels that uh, that didn't hold favorable for fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin. But I still think we're gonna have a turnaround. But you you got to take into account that we might be into a uh, prolonged bear market. My my, you've said my multiple feeling, times, Rob. My feeling, my feeling though, is that we're not. I think we've been going through these three and four month cycles, uh, but there is a lot of steam that's been let out, a lot of momentum uh, with inexperienced traders. A lot of these, a lot of the people that were excited to talk about crypto that never had any exposure to it, uh, they. You know, they threw some money in. They probably threw it in a Shiba or whatever, and then uh, yeah, now that now they're they're back at back at work, not thinking about crypto. So uh, I think a lot, of, a lot of the buzz us. is gone. A lot of tax season is upon us, and you know what people do when they get extra money in their hands, they go out and they buy crypto. We saw it with the stimulus payments back in July and whatever the hell it was, June, July, August, September, whatever the fuck. Well, you, you're gonna see it again during tax. Season. You got to think, you know, the you know, we'll FOMO as back. We in. mentioned when we first got on the markets in general. You know, the world, global markets, financial markets are down. All the uh, commodities, your assets down. Uh, the ten-year Treasury bonds are is up, which is usually an indicator that the Feds are going to in, uh, raise interest rates. I'm still yeah. curious if they're going to do that because. If the feds were to raise interest rates with the market being down, I fun. think they're going to backpedal. I think they're going to be like, well, uh, we didn't take into account uh, something or another. So uh, I, I'm still curious to see when and if they're going to raise interest rates. Uh, they were supposed to do it three times this year, maybe even four, but uh, I doubt it. Uh, also, you have China uh, with that Evergrande thing, uh, the housing market. Uh, the Chinese government is also printing uh, and pumping a lot of money into their own government uh, to prevent a collapse from the housing market thing. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of lot of things going on in in the economical scene across the world. So it's not just crypto, but crypto is the most volatile. So they're the ones that take the biggest L as far as percentages. Uh, but where you take a big L, it also takes a big W. 
So when it does bounce back, uh, it's going to shoot past the gains that you would get from the S&P 500 and traditional stocks. So uh, really excited to get get that bounce, baby. Where where do you where's um where 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 are we looking at on on support price targets trajectory for Bitcoin for, for Bitcoin? All right, let me let me go over this first. Let me go over. Oh yeah, if there's any any uh, projects you want to take a look at, just let us know. We'd be glad to take a peek at it. So obviously. Top gainers and losers in the top 100. We have literally one gainer. That's not a stable coin. That's perpetual protocol. It's up 5% on the day. But look on the right side. Biggest losers of the day. Secret is down 22%. Kadena, Loopring, under a dollar. Loopring mm. under a dollar. Guys, you know, Robin mm. and I are Loopring fans. If you're not familiar with Loopring, it is a layer two roll up for Ethereum. They have their own wallet, they have a. a uh, an app or a website you can go to. It's essentially like, it kind of looks like a KuCoin. It settles transactions off the chain. It bundles the transactions together, waits for one big transaction versus doing 10 separate ones. So saving you money on gas. Uh, great, great, great interface. You guys should definitely check it out. Near Protocol. Near got all the way up to 20 bucks. If you're not familiar with Near, super cool project. We did do a deep dive. Make sure you guys go watch that. Uh, Quant down 19%. If you're holding any of these top, let's say, five biggest losers, let us know. We want to give you a virtual hug, make you guys feel better, because uh, I have like two or three of these top losers in here. Robin, what about you? Secret, Kadena, Loopring, Near Protocol, or Quant? I still have, I still have uh, Kadena. Loopring. I know you have Loopring. Uh, Loopring. You're not buying any Near? No, I don't have any Near. What about Quant? Nope. Okay. Ooh, Sean said he's put a lot more loopering in his shopping cart. Smart man. All right, now let's look at the Bitcoin chart. If we zoom out here, yeah, we are we are in that thirty-six to thirty thirty-six to thirty-eight thousand range on the Bitcoin support. If we lose this range, we are going to twenty-nine thousand dollars. But twenty-nine is very very strong. We've touched that 29 zone in January of last year. We touched it again in June of last year. We touched it again in July. And it's a very, very strong support. So, shit, I'll tell you what, man. If Bitcoin drops to under 30K, it will not stay there for more than two seconds. You'll have El Salvador buying. You'll have Michael Saylor might literally sell his soul if Bitcoin drops to under 30K. Yeah, uh, I know I might. Um, so here, here's I I've been saying the same thing for a while. The ultimate floor, the absolute rock bottom for Bitcoin, we will not trade for any prolonged period of time, no more than one day or two. Will it not fall under three thirty thousand dollars? Thirty thousand is is the the base from this point forward, and so we're not far from there. So, anyways. You ain't going to lose much more than you already lost. <laughs> Look at the four hours. <laughs> I know, right? You know what I mean? Like, if you're down and out and you're like, oh, man, shit sucks. Well, you're pretty much at the bottom at this point. Well, this four hours. Uh, so least. at 30,000, I think this is the ultimate floor. I don't know even. I don't even think it's going to, like, bounce over there. I think 36 will probably be 36, 35, 5. I think that's that's probably my my expectations if the downward keeps going. I'm a, I'm a bullish man. The one I'm hour doesn't man, look. So, the one hour actually doesn't look bad. 
Uh, the one hour is indicating that we are getting ready for another significant price move. And I actually think we'll uh, move to the upside this time. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. If there's a project you guys want to take a look at, let us know. Uh, Chef Murder says he feels like a loser. Aww. And uh, Sean says way, there friend. are no losers, man. There's no losers in David and Robin's dojo. That's right, Sean. My man representing Sin City. So strong, baby. That's right. Chef, ask yourself a question. Were you planning on cashing out tomorrow, today, next week? Probably not. Uh, so it'll bounce back. You'll be in the green again. You good. Yeah. Don't worry, my friend. This is this is Ethereum's chart here. 2700 bucks. Um, I scooped some up at 29 I scooped some up at like 30 50 and I scooped some up at 28 20 this morning. Uh, I'm a big NFT guy, so you need ETH for NFTs, for the big ones at least. I'm get a huge run-up in Ethereum. Come, like We saw what happened with Cardano by launching a DEX. Think about the run-up that Ethereum is going to have when it officially and... We'll go to proof of stake when when there's no more when there's no more delaying and it's actually on the horizon and it's coming. They're going to proof of stake. What is going to happen to the price of that Ethereum? It's getting a freaking moon, my dude. So uh, Ethereum right now at twenty seven hundred. Uh, if I were trying to get an Ethereum, I'd probably put a buy order in at uh, a twenty four. Twenty four. I think it could hit 24. I doubt it. Uh, anyways, that's probably where I would be entering in, or that's where I probably where I would put in my limit orders. I don't see. Um, I don't. I don't see it dropping under 25. I don't see it dropping under 2,500 dollars. But what ends up happening is it'll hit 2,500. It'll it'll uh, candle wick down to 23.8, and then it'll bounce back up and it's sitting at 25.5. We're 2, sitting. We're sitting in a support right now. It's uh, 27, between 26, 70 and 27. You know next, what? I never, I never, support, I never though. filled that bit, the Bitcoin order. And, you know, I took it down where I had it for 39,000. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll, I'll put in an order. I'll put in an order for, for uh, yeah, for ETH. Maybe, about, maybe like five or 10 ETH. I'll tell you what though. If I'm, uh, I'm, I'm telling you that 2,400, I can see it. I can see it hitting that. I think if we lose, I think if we lose the support, I think we're heading down to the, the, the twos, like the low twos. We'll uh, completely bypass because if you look here, we have really, really strong support between 1700 and, and like 1810. So that's really good. But I, I just don't, I, between, between the burning, between the amount of people who are using ETH for NFTs, for smart, like for everything, I just, I, I, I can't. Like, if anything, People are buying ETH because it's so cheap. Like for me, me for example, the reason I keep buying ETH is because that I I'm buying and selling NFTs constantly. So I'm like, shit, I can pick up one ETH for twenty seven hundred bucks and then go buy an NFT that was one ETH that one ETH was at thirty five hundred bucks and now I have intrinsic value in my NFT when ETH goes back up. So yeah, that's that. But I think that'll do it for the market. And for the very last segment, we did, we introduced a new skit last Friday called Blockchain Parlay. If you are not familiar with Blockchain Parlay, what it is, well, if you're not familiar with sports betting, a parlay is you take two picks. It could be, let's say, you pick the Bengals to win, you pick the 49ers to win last week. Instead of betting them separately, 
You put them, you combine them, you create what's called a parlay. The odds of your money are higher. So instead of getting one-to-one on your money, you will get something like three-to-one on your money. So Robin and I took that concept. We created a blockchain parlay. We take two projects in the top 100 from Friday to the next Friday. So seven days. Whoever has the higher percentage return, or in this case, a lower loss percentage of return after those seven days is deemed the winner. So to recap, Last week, Robin picked Elrond and Ravencoin. And I picked Polygon and Ave. So without further ado, we want to show you the results from last week's blockchain parlay. Matic was down 18.83% over the last seven days. Ave was down 14.02%. Then Elrond was down 21.24 and Ravencoin down 24.7. So we take the mean. Robin's parlay was down almost 23%. And your boy, David A. I was looking, I was looking so good, bro. Was only down 16%. Let me tell you something. Who's the winner? Let's show the winner right here, baby. Okay. Surprise! You're wearing pants. He normally he normally does the show with undies on. So you're gonna, you're gonna give me a round of applause or get out of here, bro. Come on, bro. Look, let me tell you something. I was in the lead. All you know, I think day one I, I fell behind, but other than that, I had uh, made up some ground. I was in the lead, forecasting a win, and I left the studio yesterday. The market's tanked, and the reason that reason that if you look at here is that. David had picked more stable projects, ones with better fundamental, higher on the market cap list, so they had less movement than the smaller coins. Raven was definitely, and this and this can be this can be attributed to your investment strategy. So when you're in strong, stable projects, that's actually a good, it's, good point, Robin. It's you have more security, and I. Was thinking that we were going to have that big run up this at the end of the month, and anyways, well, you thought uh, wrong, my friend. You know the 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 El, uh, the Elrond. I feel is still a pretty good project. It just doesn't have the power that Matic does, and uh, Ravencoin. Uh, that's a yeah, out of the top one hundred. It's more speculative as far as where the price is going to go. I do like the project. Ravencoin is pretty good. Uh, I do think when uh, Ethereum moves to proof of uh, stake, uh, it's going to be one of the few proof of work projects that are still left so i think a lot of people will be mining it and selling it and using it so uh, i think ravencoin's got a uh, a lot of potential so we want to know to you guys in the chat for this friday to next friday what would be your two picks if you were to do a blockchain parlay mm-hmm. you know what why don't we do this if you want to participate with us in the blockchain parlay Throw your picks in the chat. We will track them for you and we will post your results along with our results next Friday. And maybe, just maybe, we might start doing some giveaways on Blockchain Parlay. What do you think, Rob? I'm down with that. Some crypto uh, giveaways? What do you think, we, bro? Here's the thing. If we get two people in the chat to throw in a uh, crypto parlay, then uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do them head-to-head too. So Ooh, we'll have, we'll have yeah. our... Uh, we'll, we'll, have uh, our uh, we'll do all the graphics. We'll make it fun. So, anyways, we'll, we'll we'll get back to that. We'll take a look at what people type up uh, before before we end the stream, and then we'll write those down. Yes, um, 
But oh, um, let's, we'd love for you guys to participate with anyways, us. Anyways, without further ado, let's get into let's get into right. our next parlay. You want to go first? You want me to no, go? No, first? You go first, my dude. Can you go first. Yeah. What you got? All right. I am going. My first is Ethereum. I know it might be boring, not super speculative, but when the markets come back, Ethereum will pump 15, 20, 25 percent just off of the sheer utility and use case and the fact that people need ETH to do stuff like NFTs, smart contract, blah, 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 blah. Sivan, what's up, bro? You didn't say hi when you came into the chat, man. We thought you left us again. I'm All right, Sivan, you're going to like. Sivan, you're going to like my second pick a lot. My first pick, Ethereum. Second pick, I'm going with Avalanche AVAX, 75 bucks. It'll pump another 15, 20, 25% back up to that $100 range. So I'm going with two of the top layer one smart contract platforms out there. I'm going Ethereum and I'm going Avalanche. Let's go, baby. Sean, two picks. Blockchain Parlay, two, two, uh, two projects in the top 100. If you guys want to participate, throw your picks in the chat. We will track it for you. And possibly, we're not promising anything, but depending on how many entries we get, we might do a giveaway. So Ethereum and Avalanche, huh? Yeah. Ethan Avalanche. What you got, big dog? What do I got? I mean, what, what are your, what's your losing ticket looking like? Oh. Well, you know, if I would have sold right before we started the show yesterday, I would have won this thing. So... Uh, my timing is impeccable, you know, but, uh, l- let me recalibrate for the week to week basis. You said recalibrate. So, uh, for, for me, you know, you know, if anything, if I learned anything from last week's, if learned, David is right, I should follow David because he's a smart guy. If I learned anything, learn anything from last week's, uh, show is that the strong, stable projects, the ones at the top have the highest probability to withstand a bear market or downward trend. So I'm going to play it a little safe. I'm going to go with the tried and the true, the originator of crypto, Bitcoin, baby. Take a Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Bitcoin is my number one. I, I, and you know what? There's always a delay in the pumps. Bitcoin pumps first. Then once it finds its zone, it trades sideways. Then come the alts. So I'm going to go Bitcoin as my top performing asset of the week. And I'm going to also take another tried and true project that can withstand bearish trends. And that is your boy Chainlink. So for me, I'm going to go Bitcoin. I'm going to go Chainlink. Those are my picks. They've been proven winners when it comes to surviving a bear market. Oh, you tripping, bro. I'm just uh, writing these down. So Russell said Adam. So Cosmos. And we'll just line we'll just line up everybody. It doesn't have to be one on one. So Cosmos uh, and Near. We'll, we'll, we'll write down everybody's picks. My boy Sivan said. We'll write down Sivan we'll write down an avalanche. Yeah, we'll write down everybody's picks for the uh, that that puts it in the chat, and then we'll uh, we'll put we'll put it in a list format on uh, who out who who did the best on their Mario picks. Who's so. taking Ethereum and Matic? All right, yeah. jotted these down. We will keep track of those, and we will see who is the winner between the what one, two, three, four, five of us. There's five competing in the blockchain parlay. 
I'm digging it. I'm liking it. So, all right. Last call before we sign off. You want to participate in our blockchain parlay? Chef Murder. <laughs> Chef, did you not hear no, anything? Chef Murder, man. Did you not did hear anything? Doge. Come on, bro. Did you not hear anything we Whatever, said I'll in the beginning of the there. show? In the beginning of the show, literally was... T- I can't with this guy. Chef? Shiba and Doge, this guy. Okay. Great time to enter in Shiba Doge, Chef. Yeah. I hope he's joking. But, uh, All right. I hope he's joking, too. So uh, if you happen to come up with it or watch this stream <laughs> after we go live and it's posted, throw it in your chat or throw it in our chat after the fact, and we well, will still know, write it down. Entries will stop after 12 a.m. You know what? We'll give you guys till Sunday. No, we'll yeah, give we you guys till Saturday. No, Saturday, no, no. What, what, what should the deadline be? We've got to do a deadline. You can't have an entry at, on Wednesday. What are you talking about for this? Or yeah, if someone watches this after the fact, or you know, if they sign off, oh, what's the entry? What's the de- what's oh. the uh, no? By the end of the day, end of the day, yeah, ain't nobody gonna watch our lives on, okay. on end Saturday. End of the day. Sunday. So Sean has Bitcoin and Algorand solid. <clears throat> All right, Robin, you got anything else before we sign off? You know, let's uh, let's, let's instead of just ending this thing abruptly, wanna wanna give you guys. Some comfort. It ease of mind. If you if you woke up this morning down in the dumps, like Chef, which anyways <laughs> like, like uh it's okay. Everything's gonna be fine, man. Just just huddle on, baby. Huddle on, man. There's a storm outside, but after every storm, skies open up, the sun comes out, flowers in the trees grow, the world gets happier and better. Might have them soggy ass feet, just like David's feet when he's in here in the studio. Soggy feet. Yeah, you know what happens when you when it rains. I'm originally from Virginia. Before I came to Vegas, God damn it, man, it used to rain. It used to rain damn near every day of the week, man. You, you go running out to your car, you stepping in big ass puddles, your socks get wet. Soggy ass feet, bro. But you know what? The feet will dry out, and the Bitcoin will rise. The sun will rise too. And there'll be days, there'll be prosperity. And all of us will drive Lambos off into the sunset. David? Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, writing, I'm writing down Garrett. Uh, Garrett said BNB and Phantom. Uh, Russell, Monday, it, it, we can't because then we can't give you an edge over anyone else. So it has to be today. Yeah, because the, pri- the price will move. You know, that's why we, we got to do it today. Friday it's, to it's Friday. One, so one week. So today we're, we'll do it 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So in about four and a, five and a half hours is the deadline. I still want to know who the hell. To put in your entry. I want to know who unsubscribed watching this live stream today. It must have been DFib. DFib, where you been? <laughs> you at, and DFib, bro. Leave the guy alone. He was right. in here all the time. DFib. He's not here, bro. Yeah, bro. He would have said hi. All right. Anyways, you guys, that'll do it for our show today. Thank you guys so much for coming back. We are growing. It's it's tough to grow in a bear market as a crypto YouTube channel, but we're fighting through it. We appreciate you guys mm-hmm. who keep coming back and watching mm-hmm. us. We love you guys. We really we, do appreciate the, uh, We will not forget the, the activity in the chat is is badass, man. We love we love the community. We love the engagement. It makes the show for us a lot easier. So, uh we we love we love your opinions and uh jokes. Yes. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, some friends with you next time you come back. That's right. And so, then, uh, once again, if you're here in Vegas, come by, check us out, man. We'd love to hang out. Uh, we, you know, go out and grab a drink or whatever. So, all right, well, I'll do it, guys. That's it. We'll see you guys. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you guys Monday. Peace. Peace.